Welcome to the e-commerce coffee break. My name is Klaus Lauter and I'm an e-commerce growth advisor and business coach for businesses and brands that are using Shopify's e-commerce platform. And yes, I also like coffee. Each week you're going to get actionable advice, strategies and tips to optimize your online store and e-commerce business. So let's get started. And we are live. Good afternoon. This is Klaus with another e-commerce coffee break. Today, I want to talk about conversion rate optimization and the principles behind that. So I have put together a PDF that I will give you the link at the end of this coffee break and um, give you an overview what actually is important before you starting implementing um tips, tricks, and hacks of conversion optimization in your online store. So most people just go in there and um, they blindly copy whatever they were told or what they find on the internet and then think that their store will in increase the conversion rate and give them more sales. Or they start A-B testing without having a proper idea what A-B testing actually means. So in the nutshell, they're starting their conversion optimization strategy from the wrong end. So it's very important to understand why you do certain things in conversion optimization. And only then it will give you um, the understanding to create the results. Now, let's go and start with the definition of what conversion rate optimization actually is. So conversion rate optimization, also um, abbreviated in CRO, is the process of optimizing your site or landing page experience based on website behavior to help improve the probability of the wizard taking desired actions, conversions on that page. So that was a very long sentence. In a nutshell, the goal of conversion rate optimization is to raise your conversion rate by compelling your visitor to take a specific action like buying a product, downloading a PDF or subscribing to a newsletter. You do that um, while you're doing um, putting in place micro goals on your site. So it's not the one big thing that will increase your conversion rate by 100%. It's a lot of little things that you do along the customer journey um, to get them to the final goal of buying from your store. So you would look at each separate page. You would look at the home page, at your collection category page, your product detail page, your card page, your checkout page. Or if you are using a funnel to get them to the product, then you look at every step in the funnel and you would look for certain specific things to optimize. Now, that's where basically the conversion rate principles come into place. Steve Krug, or Krug wrote a book with the, on website usability called Don't Make Me Think. So in a nutshell, that's your goal, or that's the goal that you need to achieve that your website visitor, your prospect, your potential buyer does not need to think on what they have to do on your store and have a sort of smooth and um, issue-free journey through the buyer's um, process. Now, a new or returning visitor of your website or store should be intuitively browse your website and get without any kind of hiccups to the checkout page. Now, to start there, you should ask yourself a couple of questions. So one thing is, does your store design make it easier for your potential customer to navigate, search and find the product that they are looking for? Um, next question would be, are all questions, objections and concerns are addressed? Next question, is your store usability streamlined for easy and fast checked out? Now, these are only a few of many questions that will come up. But before you come to the questions, you need to understand the why and the what of 
the conversion rate optimization. And that's why the principles help you with. There's four principles, four CRO principles, and they are based on a model which is called the VIMM, the WIM model. And WIM stands for visual load, intellectual or cognitive load, motor load, and memory load. Now that sounds very complicated. I will dive in all of these in a second. The idea there is the, um, to minimize the visual intellectual uh, motor and memory load of the brain of the user. So let's go in and start with the visual load. Visual load deals with perceiving and noticing. Visual load pertains also to your web design. So how much strain are you putting on your user to visually understand your pages? Is your website or your web pages clean, visually easy to um, understand, or are they cluttered and noisy? A lot of stores you will come up um, have a lot of things going on at the same time. There is chat windows, um, there is pop-ups, there is slide-ins, there is fear of missing out, notifications, and so on and so forth. There's a lot of things going on, which obviously is very distracting to the customer. So um, it's, it's like being on a carousel, everything is moving, and you don't want to have that. You want to have a very clean and easily structured website. So if you have text, text, for instance, should be broken up in a headline, a subheadline, and should be structured for easy readability. And you don't want to have a wall of text on your page. So that's much easier for the eye to stick to certain headlines and subheadlines than just having um, 10 rows of text where they need to um, read through. If you have buttons, um, do buttons indicate the option or action that they represent? So your call to action button should be very clearly saying what happens if I click on this one. And so in my PDF, where you will find the link in the comments, it's free for download. You, I will give you an example of a very noisy site. Have a look at it, it's quite interesting. And um, so you wanna make sure that your visual load on the website is not overwhelming your, your visitor. The next one is the intellectual or cognitive load. So that has to do with thinking. It's about the amount of mental processing that is required to make sense of a page. The question there is, for instance, how much intellectual burden are you imposing on your visitor to understand what you are trying to say? It's the most difficult one of the four principles and especially important to get this right. For instance, you want to avoid that the visitor needs to calculate or think about a task on your site. Everything should be self-explanatory. So for instance, if you're using um, or you should use a lingo, a language that your visitor understands. So if you're selling products for a broader public and you want to be, you should avoid expert terms that they might not know. Um, so really like with readability, bring it down to a sixth grader pupil and keep it very, very simple. There is an app out there, the Hemingway app, which I usually recommend. You can check that out. Um, just make your text very simple to understand. Um, don't really make it difficult with um, expert terms to understand what you're talking about. So don't impress your visitor with fancy words, rather keep it simple and understandable. Now, if you're selling for a specific target group, a specific um, niche, then of course you should use the terms and the lingo that they are used to. So really talk to the specific customer that you have in the language they understand. Another example for intellectual and cognitive load is, for instance, um, instead of asking what year did you turn 18, use a drop down with the years and ask them what year were you born so that you don't want to have um, them use their mental capacity to calculate the year. Always you want to make sure that you minimize the cognitive task unless it's increasing the experience there. So keep it simple, straightforward, talk to your customer in the easiest way and then don't make them think that.
Next one of the principles is the motor load. That has to do with movement. That has to do with uh, what they do with the keyboard, uh, keyboard, with the mouse, with pointing on a mobile device. How much strain are you putting on your user to use the mouse, the pointer, the keyboard, the keeper to do something? Theoretically, the motor load is the least demanding because everyone is used to um, navigate either on a mobile device with their thumb or um, with the mouse on the desktop device. However, if your, for instance, links um, or buttons um, or any kind of elements are close too close to um, each other, and it is unclear um, how to use, for instance, a button or drop down, then it will be very difficult. Um, also, you don't want to have people scrolling up and down to um, get certain things done on your site. For instance, I'll give you an example here. If you have a dropdown, um, that might be easy to use on a desktop device, but it might be difficult to use on a mobile device like a smartphone. So keep it simple there. Um, it's, it's very frustrating, especially if your user has to put in information um, and they struggle there with um, that, I don't know, the, the forms do not open properly and um, they have to scroll back and for us to, to get certain things done. So motor load is about movement. Uh, make it easy. Try to keep the information above the fold and um, so that they don't need to navigate on a specific page back and forth. Now, the last one of the four conversion optimization principles is the memory load. Here we are talking about recollecting or remembering. So that's basically the amount of work a user has to perform when recollecting something in order to use your site. So how much strain on the user's memory does it take to use your site? Give you an example here. If you offer a discount or coupon code on your homepage, but that will be only needed on the checkout page, your visitor will need to remember either where they have found it so that they can, will go back or remember the discount code. Now, usually on the homepage, um, that's where your customer does not even know if they really want to buy from you yet or not. Um, so the decision has not been ma made. So if you show them a discount code there, they will probably not remember that or probably just try to yeah, just move on. Once they decide to buy from you, then they will remember, oh, wait, there was a coupon code, there was a discount code. Now I have to find out where that was. So they have to go back through your site and try to find that again. Now, the chances there is that they will be frustrated if they can't find your discount code anymore and then will abandon your, your card or your website. So try to present the right information in the right moment and try to avoid making your customer remembering anything. So you want to present a discount code um, either the whole time on the footer, for instance, or something like that, or you want to present that on the cart or checkout page so that it is easy just to take it and put it into the right form field. Then obviously you want to keep, um, test all your pages, your home page, your collection page, product page, and so on with these conversion optimizations guidelines in mind. Now in the PDF, I have a um, relatively um, short um, but in-depth <laughs> checklist of um, how to minimize visual, motor, and cognitive load. So if you go and download the PDF, again, it's free. We'll have a find, uh, we'll have a list there, a checklist that you can go through and then check all the parts of your online store if they comply to the optimization principles. 
for SEO. And that's basically it for this video. So you need to understand these and put these in place and it will help you um, also to see if you put new um, ticks, tricks and tips and, and hacks into your store, if they really make sense and they um, if the principles apply to whatever somebody recommends to you. So go ahead, download the free PDF, and um, I see you in the next video. As always, uh, like, comment, subscribe to the channel, and um, have a great day.